No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Okay, terrific. Language and writing were made available. He'll teach you everything. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. I'm Hey, I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better. And today I want to talk to you about something maybe you've thought or said out loud. And if you have, if you've thought this or said this or felt it or considered it, especially lately, um, I want to help you. I want, I want to help you kind of leverage this idea out, just, just kick it to the curb and, and jettison it because it is not actively helping you. And that thought is some version, some subtle change to this idea. If they, meaning they the readers, if the readers don't care, why should I care? And what this tells me when I hear somebody say this about their writing, whether it's serialized on a platform or whether it's, you know, just a thing they're doing and kicking around with some friends or whether it's a writing group or whether it's, you know, beta reader feedback or something, there, there's, there's this thing that that sentence reveals that isn't good. And that's the, the over-connection, the, the hyper-hand-holding of this idea that the only reason you're producing art is for somebody else to like it. Somebody else, not you, not the person who made it, that the only reason you're doing this and the only reason why you continue to do it is because somebody else likes it. If that's the case, if, if really and truly this is a thing you've said, stop writing. Stop writing. Go find other things you love to do that produce things you like. Because trying to constantly just do things you don't like only on the premise that other people like it is just going to burn you out probably more than you're already slightly singed or burnt. You're not doing this for other people. Yes, the book will go to other people. Yes, other people will read the story. Other people can buy it. So there will be a copy of it going to them. But the origin point, the genesis of your creativity and your creation needs to be you. You need to be the center of this universe. You need to be the center point of this idea. Because other people are sort of a, a side benefit, an oh-by-the-way kind of thing when it comes to their relationship with your work. What this opens the door to, this thought of if they don't care, why should I, says that you can toggle off caring or that you will cave to their demands. And if they want a certain thing, you don't care. But since they care, you'll give them what they want. Or if trends say this, or if the market says that, since that's what's going to have them caring, that's what you should be doing. And, and that's, that's the wrong way to go into any kind of creative effort. We're not doing this for them. Yes, we're producing a copy of your thing for them. But you're doing this for you. You have to be the one who likes what you do and how you're doing it more than and way ahead of anybody else. Because you 
and not them, are going to spend the most amount of time and energy producing this thing. You know it better than they ever will, no matter what their fandom or their internet or their social media or their whatever could possibly convince you. This is for you first. And it's okay that it's for you first. The whole point of this is that it's you first. This is the this is the whole thing of it. For some people, that's very difficult because it requires in their mind some degree of selfishness or or some discomfort in sort of taking uh, taking center stage or putting a spotlight on them because they're for whatever reason not used to having that or not wanting that or it feels uncomfortable. But you have to understand that. If you're going to pursue down this one avenue of production, if you're going to write a story and intend to publish it, even with the most layered and protected pen name and the most protected way of banking and contracting where no one really knows where you live or what presence you have online, at some point, the spotlight's going to come on you. At some point, even under a pet name and a, a pseudonym or with through, through a press agent or whatever, at some point, you're going to have to claim ownership for your stuff. This, this, isn't, this isn't a matter of Dalton Trumbo, you know, finally taking credit for his work and, and demolishing the blacklist. This isn't a case of someone not owning up to the fact that they broke a lamp. And it wasn't, you know, the invisible kid who lives in the house. It was you who did it as a five-year-old or something. This is a chance for you to own and take responsibility for and be on the receiving end of praise. And I I know that's really hard for some people. I know that's really difficult because underneath that whole idea is the idea that they're even going to get praised in the first place, that they're more likely to get rejected and they're afraid of that. It it becomes very tangled very quickly is what I'm trying to say. And I, I hope I've at least brought that to the front of this discussion. I want to I want to switch tactics slightly. I want to I want to veer a little bit before we get into a tool to help you do something with it. Because you can't control what the reader cares about. You can't make them care about your book. You can't make them care or not care more or less than what they're doing. If they like a thing at a certain amount, that's on them. If they don't like a thing of a certain amount, that's on them too. You can encourage it, you can provide evidence, you can lead the horse to water, but the, the drinking is on them. The consumption is on them. Their enjoyment is on them. And you have to let them do that, which is also hard. Put simply, you need to write your story, your book, your novel, whatever it is. You need to produce it for yourself. What would make you happy? What would help you feel satisfied and good. If you don't know, if you have no idea, if you if, if you stop and think about this and you're like, ah, you're just, just a pile of shrugs and frustration, then I need you to take some time and sort out what it is that would make you happy. If that means we need to, you know, change the genre or talk about how to shift gears or whatever, that's fine. That's totally fine. But you've got to do what makes you happy since you're the one doing the work. Don't try and guess what they're going to like. Don't try and anticipate the level of their enjoyment. Make what you're going to make for you. I guarantee it's not going to be as niche as you might fear. That, well, if I make it for me, I'm going to be the only one who likes it. No, 
No, not really. If, if, you know, I make chocolate chip cookies, loads of people, it turns out like chocolate chip cookies. So my sharing my cookies with them does not mean I'm the only one getting cookies. Do not limit yourself in this idea. Don't think that you're not good enough to create something that other people will like when you are ready to make it available to them. You're not doing this for them. And we're not taking their order in a restaurant where we have to deliver exactly to their specification. You are producing art. You have something to say. You have a, a mood, a vibe, a feeling, a statement, a soapbox, whatever it is. You have something to say. You have some experience to share. And the art is the way you are doing that sharing and other people are exposed to it later. And their response is on them and your effort is on you. If they don't care, you always should because you're the one doing the work. Don't let their care or disinterest influence your care or disinterest. And I know that's really hard because you can feel very discouraged when you don't get a response you want. But that's generally a sign that either you haven't found the right audience, you're not building the right audience, or what you're producing didn't do its best job to speak to the strengths that you have. And it's time for you to improve so that you can say the things you want to say and do the things you want to do to the degree that they deserve. But I, I mentioned earlier when we started this about eight and a half, nine minutes ago, that I had a tool for you. And here's the tool. It's really simple. I'd like you to write down three reasons why you're writing this book. Whatever the book is, memoir, cookbook, romance novel, fantasy novel, three reasons. But here's the catch. I want you to start each of these sentences with, I'm writing this book because... Dot, dot, dot. And then I want you to answer three separate different answers and if you can do three let's go to five and if you can do five could we push for six and if we can go to six yeah maybe six is enough but i want you to find your reasons you're writing and even if those reasons are purely financial purely capitalistic that's okay but i want you to get clear on your reasons not the daydreams you have. Oh, one day I'm going to write a book and then I'll be, you know, I'll sell it to Netflix or whatever. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's one of your three reasons why you're writing this book. But I want you to drill down and I want you to really, really think, okay, I'm going to write this book. Why? Why? Why make a book? Why not start a podcast? Why not paint a picture, draw a comic or, or do something else? Why a book? Why this book? Why the book the way I'm thinking it? Why the book the way I'm writing it? Really find your reasons that are personal and specific and engaging to you. And once you get them down, whether it's three or four or seven or however many, once you get them down, I want you to put that somewhere, maybe tack it up on the wall next to the monitor, tape it there, put it next to your notepad where you're keeping all your book notes or whatever, or type it up and save it with all your other documents. I want you to handwrite it because I want you to stop and think. But I want you to keep it and look at it regularly because that's your compass. That's how we're going to navigate things. 
Those are our goals. That's how we're moving forward with this job. We're going we're gonna to write a story, and we're doing it for these reasons. Because I want to feel good about a thing I've made in my life. Because I want to be able to make a living writing books as opposed to working my day job. Because I want to see my stories out in the world just as much as I'm seeing everybody else's stories out in the world. Or whatever your reasons might be. It's time to put words to them. Not about the audience, not about the marketing, not about the things you're afraid of, not about the other problems, not about this or that or the other. We're always going to come back to the reasons you are doing a thing. And then we're going to use that to figure out how best to do what we want to do. But those are discussions for another day. So go write down the reasons you care. Go write down the reasons you're doing this job. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.